Hello, everybody. Welcome to Two Nuts in a Pod. I'm Lizzie. And I'm Emery. And we are doing part two of our survey episode today mm-hmm. um, on, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> the question was, when bad stuff hits the fan, obviously bad stuff is not the word, and your mental health is struggling, what are some things you do to cope? We did part one before, now we're doing part two. Yeah. Because we had so many responses from wonderful human beings out there in the Facebook world. Yes. So we're doing that today. But, as always, we got to start with the business. Mm-hmm. You're listening to Two Nuts in a Pod on 106.5 Forward Radio. You can listen to us anytime at forwardradio.org. You can also find us on streaming services. CastBox, Google Play, SoundCloud, uh Apple Podcast. <laughs> Apple Podcast. That was the one. So you can listen to us up there. And you can also find us on social media platforms. Facebook, it's Two Nuts in a Pod with the number two spelled out, T-W-O. And on Instagram, it's Two Nuts in a Pod with the number two, the actual number two, Two Nuts in a Pod. You can also email us anytime, day or night, 24-7, 365 at Two Nuts in a Podcast at gmail.com. We will answer between one and 1,000 days. So yep. you'll get an answer sometime. And it can be about... Anything, if you have ideas for the show, if you have questions for us, if you have hate mail for me and love mail for Lizzie, if you just <laughs> want to talk about anything really, hey, we'll, we'll answer. One, yeah. of our, one of our interns will answer. Exactly. I haven't talked about the interns in a while either. Yeah. How many do we have now? 5,000. Wow. <laughs> you know, they're really, uh, I think we need to reconsider our productivity <laughs> measures if we've got 5,000 interns and we're, we've got a window of one to a thousand days. <laughs> Yeah, you're probably right there. They should respond much faster. I feel like they're slacking. <laughs> they should respond literally in like seconds. So, um, but yeah, so email us anytime and we'll answer. Yep. All right. Groovy. So as always, we're going to start with uh, our first segment, How Are You For Real? Which is where we talk about, you know, authentically how we're actually doing uh, rather than you know, skipping past, you know, the real stuff and just doing the social niceties of like, "Eh, I'm fine. I'm great. I'm hunky dory, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) which is Emo's personal favorite. Hashtag hunky dory. (laughs) Uh, We, we talk about how, what's actually going on with us. Yep. Yeah. No filters. Except we can't swear. We can't swear. Yeah, there is. There are some filters. <laughs> and believe me, we want to swear sometimes. Yeah, we all. That's all we really want to do is swear. <laughs> uh, so emo, how are you for real? I'm kind of out of it. I'm kind of just like um, feeling a little lethargic. Um, I actually, so I got a little bit of a story yesterday. I uh, well on fr- on a couple days ago, I went sledding, which was a lot of fun. But when you get older, and I'm 35 years old, mm-hmm. so. Same Z's. And a couple of 35ers here. And I went sledding, and that's one of the things, like, when you get a little older, like, I can still sled. Don't worry, I can still knock it out on the the hills. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what was going there. Um, not exactly slopes. <laughs> and they're not slopes, yeah. Um, but just, like, walking back up the hill, or just, like, the amount of times, like, I fell out of the little sleds or whatever, just... You know, sometimes you hit the ground and you hit the ground a little harder than you remember as a kid. You're just like, ow, that was really painful. And so the next day, uh, my sister had gifted me a uh, a free session at a sauna. 
and I went to the sauna, and it was really great, um, very relaxing, but kind of, so here's, here's what happened, and, and this is, it was like a freak thing, so like, I go in, and they tell me, hey, like, um, here's your sauna session, it's going to start in a few minutes, there's a preheating part, and just sit in there while it gets ready, and I was like, okay, well, it's about to start, so I get in, and it says, the preheating part says 7 minutes, 30 seconds. I was like, okay, well, I got a little bit of time to just kind of sit here. I guess they were wrong about the time. No big deal. And I had a, they told me like a 40-minute session. So I'm in there, and I'm just like, man, this is the longest seven and a half minutes of my life. <laughs> it's like 138 degrees, 140 degrees or whatever. And I was like, okay, I'll just keep sitting here and, you know, just keep, you know, just, just seeing what's, what's happening with the time. It takes a little while, and then it starts. And I was like, okay, like. Now it's finally starting, and it says 45 minutes. So I was like, okay, well, that's more than they said. But, hey, I don't mind. I'm not going to tell anybody. I guess this is a little extra gift. Mm-hmm. As it goes on, I'm in there for like 20 minutes, and I'm just like, and I look at the timer, and I was like, something is wrong. Like, there should be 20 minutes off the time, right? Like, I feel like I've been in here a while. And then a part of me is like questioning myself. I'm just like, wait, do I know how to count? Like, do I understand how time <laughs> works? Like, I know how time works. I'm 35 years old. I know how time works. So then I'm like, well, this is weird. So I, I get out and I look at my like phone because I don't have my phone in there with me. And I'm like, man, something, this doesn't make any sense. The time doesn't match with my what my phone says. And <laughs> my phone literally just fell off <laughs> on the ground. And, and then after a while, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to time it myself in my head. So I start counting and I'm like, okay, I think, I think every minute, takes actually doesn't take a minute takes a minute and 20 seconds Hmm. so every minute is actually a minute and 20 seconds so it's like it's longer because it'd be like every couple seconds it would just pause Uh. so i was like something is up and then the person ended up coming knocking on the door and be like hey is everything okay like because she thought i was just like hanging out in the room i'd finish with my session i was like yeah but i'm still in here so apparently and i'd gotten out out of the thing twice just to like take a break my 40-minute session was 80 minutes long. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was like, how in the world did I survive? Because obviously, you know, it gets, it's, it's not necessarily good for you. And she said that was a freak thing, never happened before. And I, honestly, the only thing I think that helped me was so much of my running that I've done. I've done in the summer heat where it's terrible outside. Yeah. So I'd gotten used to, like, being in extreme heat for an amount of time. So it wasn't... I really wasn't that bothered. And I listened to my body and got out because my body talks to me. Uh, <laughs> that's a joke I said yesterday in text. I thought it was really funny, so I'm saying it again. Uh, it's really not that funny. Um, so I listened to my body because it talks to me, and I got out and, like, took care of it. But, like, I was like, wow. And that, like, kind of, like, knocked me out for a lot of the day. And then today I'm just feeling kind of lethargic, too. I'm not, like, not sick or anything. No, No symptoms, anything there. But, like... Just been kind of like, ooh, kind of just out of it, and just kind of, kind of just want to like take a nap, like all yeah. the time. So um, that's made things like a little, little lazier for me. But I will say I am proud of myself because I, for January, I've been doing like kind of like holding off on alcohol and uh, any other types of uh, what are they called? You call them vices? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've been I've been with withholding from those things for the month of January, and I was really proud of myself because I've been in a couple of situations where I, I could have had some drinks, and I said no, and so that was good. So, in that regard, I'm very happy with myself. Yeah, I'm proud of you for last night for a birthday party. Yeah. With karaoke. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, singing karaoke sober is, uh, it takes guts. I walked in and I immediately was told I had to sing a song. So I walked into a place to sing. I mean, not to sing, but just to hang out for a birthday. And I was told, hey, you got you to gotta get up there and sing. So I did. I sang uh, I Can't Wait to Be King from The Lion King yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I had a good time. But yeah, it's it's weird to do that without any substance. But I don't know. I kind of felt good once I left because the next day I didn't have any hangover, didn't have any issue. And, you know, I didn't. There was none of those problems. And it was nice. And you actually went to a bar for a little bit. Going to a bar and not drinking is hard. And we were in this, like, VIP booth with, like, bottle service and everything. Yeah. And I, 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 I said no to everything. You were just sipping on your, your like, seltzer water. No, I just got regular water. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed by the bubbles. I'm not a big uh, seltzer water fan. I'm not really either. Yeah, just give me regular water. Yeah. Just it good old-fashioned tap water. Yeah, just give me some water. <laughs> <laughs> we got good tap water here in Kentucky. <laughs> we do. Uh, so yeah, I mean, overall, a little lethargic, but um, but yeah, I'm proud of myself with some of the things that I'm doing and trying to get more into exercising and getting prepared for stuff and um, just being more mindful of everything and um, but also just trying to give myself a little more grace with stuff and I have perfectionist tendencies, so I'm trying to do that. So uh, yeah, overall, pretty pretty good. I had. A, my therapy session was great. He was like, "Wow, you're doing you're doing great." It's really yeah. cool when your therapist is like, "You're doing great." Like, yeah. Thanks, buddy. That I guess that means I get an A for this class. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like you know having a parent affirm you. It's yeah. like a similar thing. Exactly. Yeah. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird when I say call him Dad. <laughs> so Oops, sorry. Stop calling me Dad. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> I think daddy is like the creepiest word in the English language. Sorry for people who call their dads daddy, but it really like skeeves me out. I don't know. Yeah. When I call my therapist daddy, he's always just a little taken aback by that. <laughs> uh, so are you just doing like kind of a dry January deal? Yeah. Avoiding snacks, even though I just ate some chips, um, avoiding snacks, avoiding takeout, um, really focusing on the making meals at home and eating those meals, meal prepping, exercising, being really mindful of that. Um, yeah, just trying to take care of my body a little bit here and there. Cause I just, during the holidays, I was just like, screw it. I guess I'll just drink this whole thing of boiled custard over 24 hour period, which boiled custard for those who don't know is like there's eggnog and there's boiled custard and eggnog is for like trashy people and boiled custards for like good people. You know, oh, <laughs> so, I must be trashy because I've never heard of boiled custard. Most people haven't, and that's obviously I'm joking. I don't think people are trashy for drinking eggnog. I just like to make that joke because nobody ever heard, hears of boiled custard. So, but I'm a boiled custard boy. But I really have no idea what the difference is. It's, it's so it's a drink. Yeah, it's a drink. Yeah, it sounds terrible. Like the name of when it. When I think of custard, I think of like a yogurt consistency. Yeah, I really have no idea how to describe it. I'm thinking it. of hot yogurt. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't sound appealing. It's one of those things that like I really like, and then I have just no idea what it is or how to describe it or what to even say about it. I just know that I love it. I've been drinking it since childhood. And it's like it only comes out during Thanksgiving and Christmas. And I just, man, I would just slaughter those things over like a 24-hour period. And, it, you know, it's like a 
a half gallon thing. Like it just, I drank a lot. So I was like, I'm going to stop doing this and um, just focus on my health and, you know, just cut back on alcohol and stuff like that. And just, you know, it's kind of nice. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people get that impulse this time of year. And I think, yeah, it's like the overindulgence over the holidays and how it makes your body feel just makes you want to, you know, kind of go in the complete opposite direction. Yeah. But I think it's totally healthy to, you know, be forgiving of yourself and also like that you can cut back on things without, you know, necessarily making it like black and white too. Yeah, that's what I've learned is that like making it black and white is so difficult and then you feel like crap when you like break your little rule or whatever. And so like, I mean, yesterday, yes, I ate an entire pizza. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> that I ordered from takeout. So like I used DoorDash. So like um you know I did that but then I was like I'm not going to feel guilty about this. Like I just had to splurge for a little bit and like you know I did the you know I'm I'm getting back into the running. I just did this 80 minute sauna session. Uh like you know just might as well eat a pizza and I felt okay with it. And I was like as long as that doesn't become like a thing where I'm doing it all the time. And, like, I'm not eating my own food that I'm making because, obviously, the food I'm making at home is healthier for me um, and less expensive. But, um, yeah, I'm just – I'm really focused on, like, giving myself grace there or, like, not not beating myself up over it. It's amazing how, like, homemade food, even if it's not necessarily, like, health food, is always so much healthier than takeout. Yep. Because they just add – so much salt and so much fat and grease to any sort of takeout. You f- your body just, like, feels different. Yeah, I mean, the food is delicious. I mean, that's the thing is, like, the food that I get takeout is better than my food. <laughs> like, that pizza that I got is better than anything I'm making, like, by far. Mm. But I know that I'm like, yeah, this probably isn't, like, the healthiest option. But even with that, like, just being mindful of what I'm eating and what I'm putting in my body and what I'm doing, so... Um, yeah, trying to be better. Good for you. Thank you. So Lizzie, how are you for real? Um, for real, I am hungover Um, (laughs) (laughs) because I, well, I told myself I'm getting over a cold, uh, not COVID. I tested negative. Um, but like yesterday was the first day that I like felt like a human again, And then, you know, it was a friend's 40th birthday, which is, like, such a big deal. And uh, Friend of the show, actually, Andrew. Yes. He was on the show before, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And I tend to, like, it's, I guess it's a people-pleasing thing. And I don't think it's a bad thing, but, like, I really, I really like to show up for people's birthdays. I put a lot of pressure on myself to make them feel special. And so, um it's almost like a like trigger for my like partying impulses is like I want to kind of match everybody else's energy and I had told myself at the beginning of the night that I was gonna you know limit my number of drinks and try to go home by midnight and then I just get you know there was karaoke that's a trigger for me too I mean yeah I mean you gotta sing your songs yeah yeah um so, yeah, I, dr- I drank more than I had planned on, but luckily 
uh, I didn't make my cold any worse. I'm still feeling good as far as that goes. And um, it's a special occasion. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't, you can't really beat yourself up. It's just like it's a once thing that's going to happen one time. Like, might as well just make it nice. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think what, like, why it's been challenging is that, like, I also kind of went wild on New Year's. I definitely went wild on New like. I let the dragon out on <laughs> New Year's. Like, <laughs> line got out of the cage. I was like raging. Um, and uh, so then I was like hung, hung over and just tired for like a couple days after that. And then I got sick. Yeah. And then now I'm hung over again. So it's like I've been like isolated and like feeling like crap for, you know, a week. But. Yeah, emotionally I've been okay. Uh, I don't know, the few days that my cold was really bad, my dopamine levels were, like, so low because I wasn't, like, smoking. Yeah. Um, And that's a big thing. You know, cigarettes are kind of like an antidepressant. And, you know, I get my dopamine hits from that. And not being able to do that, like... I just felt really depressed and also sick at the same time and isolated. Mm. Um, but Downton Abbey saved me. Nice. I binge watched it like crazy. Uh, and that kept my spirits up. Um, is it a fun show? Is it funny or is it dramatic? Like, I don't know anything about it really. It's dramatic. Okay. Yeah. Um, like dramatic. Oh, there's a little bit of you know, humor and levity in it. If you, if you're like somebody who likes reading like historical fiction, like you would be into it. Okay. Uh, it's, you know, set in like the early 1900s and, um, you know, it's this family on this big estate and there's just really interesting like class relations and, um, there's a lot of like romance stuff. It's almost like Jane Austen ish. Mm-hmm. As you know, the family has like these three daughters, and so they're you know courting and competing with each other, and yeah, it's you know it's kind of soap opera ish. I like that though. Yeah, it's yeah. very gratifying. Uh, so that really saved me. Um, but uh, yeah, I overall I've been. Doing okay besides like being sick. I'm switching therapists right now, which is kind of stressful. Um, but I met with someone who I really liked, uh, and I'm gonna plan to see her again. She hasn't gotten back to me, which is kind of discouraging. It's like, oh man. Show up her house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm sure any if there's any therapist that's listening to this, it's just like, oh, it's really cool hearing this mental health show talking about if they're gonna show up at therapist homes if they don't respond to them. Please don't do that to your therapist. No, but the thing I really liked about this therapist is um she like cussed twice during the session. Nice. I was like, I like you. You're good people. <laughs> I always like that, yeah. It's very humanizing. It is. Like, just just let it out. Yeah. Like, she basically, you know, we were talking about body standards and, like, my kind of body image issues. And 
she was like, yeah, it's, it's BS. You know, she said the whole word, but I was like, yeah, it is. Yeah. It is BS. I also like that. And we've talked about this before where people for therapists, like they don't have to stay with one forever. Mm-hmm. Or if it doesn't work out, they quit or whatever. Like you can shop around. It's like you know, almost like online dating, like a dating app, like Tinder or Bumble or something. Like, just go on a couple of dates and see what they're like, and talk to them and see if it's the right fit. Like it doesn't. If it doesn't work out, you can always find another therapist. So it might be a therapist that aligns better with what you need. Yeah. Well, and the nice thing is, um, she she has very similar like therapeutic approaches to my previous therapist, who I really liked. Um, Like, very, like, client-centered and, like, you know, positive uh, psychology and um, so, like, really good with affirmations and stuff. But she also specializes in addictions. And um, so even in the first session, like, talking to her about benzos, she was, like, way more in tune with what I was going through than my previous therapist was. Mm -hmm. Okay. And... I was kind of worried that somebody who specializes in addictions would be more judgmental. Um, but I feel like it's the opposite. Like they, they have seen a lot yeah, and they know the symptoms and they, you know, they have learned to empathize with clients dealing with that. And so they, they get it. Yeah. So it's like, it's totally the opposite of, of what I expected. I mean, I've only met with her once, but just in that meeting, it was like, you know, she, when I told her I was tapering off, she like asked me like, are you experiencing this or this? It was like, Oh, you know, you know, your stuff, you know, what's up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, and I just, I have such an addictive personality. And so it's, uh, I think it's going to be really helpful to have someone who specializes in that. That's awesome. Good yeah. for you. Hopefully that works out. Yeah. Hopefully you don't have to show up to our house. Yeah. <laughs> I will if I have to. <laughs> Look out, Toya. I'm coming for we're, you. We're two nuts, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So we should probably take a break now because we have a lot of surveys to get through. Yeah, a lot of good stuff here. Uh, so we will be right back. Two Nights in a Pod is a program dedicated to talking about the real stuff, the stigma of mental illness, how we tend to our mental health, and how our brains define and empower us. Hosted by Lizzie and Emery, Two Nights in a Pod can be found on podcast streaming devices such as iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and CastBox. In addition to podcast streaming services, Two Nights in a Pod is a proud member of Forward Radio. 1065 WFMPLP is committed to broadcasting the voices of those groups and individuals in our community who are routinely ignored by the mainstream media promoting understanding and collaboration among diverse groups, supporting our efforts to network, organize, and strengthen our community and our democracy. Forward Radio is a volunteer-powered, listener-supported station, and we need your contributions. Just go to forwardradio.org to donate or get involved. All right, we are back and ready to dive into these awesome survey responses. Ready to rock. Yeah. (laughs) So will you repeat the question again that I Mm -hmm. can't seem to remember, even though this is part two of the episode? Mental health question time. When blank or bad stuff or poop 
hits the fan and your mental health is struggling, what are some things you do to cope? Yes. Uh, I'll go ahead and take the first one. From Guy and Del Man, accomplish something on the to-do list, no matter how small or insignificant. The older, the better. Learn a new skill. Master an old one. Volunteering is another thing I find that always puts life in perspective. Taking the focus off me and my problems for a moment, but also realizing how trivial my problems really are, which I think is pretty smart, yeah. I um, yeah, Sometimes we forget that our problems are pretty... We put those blinders on. We forget to kind of look outside of those blinders and realize that, like, hey, maybe this isn't that big of a deal, yeah. this thing. Um, also, I love a to-do list. I'm such a little checker offer of to-do list. love my little checks, my little to-do list. Mm. So I love that. So, uh, yeah, I do. I mean, it used to be like this. I mean, my planner was always, the first one was wake. Like, literally just wake up. It was like, check. I did that. That's <laughs> I, awesome. I accomplished waking up. If I don't check that off, well, it means I'm dead. <laughs> so That's a really good idea. I tend to, like, really be hard on myself about my productivity. You got to put little things on there. Yeah. And, and, like, I used to do that even with, like, teaching or, like, even, like, goals that I set. Like, a lot of times I'll set little goals. Like, I'm just, like, I'm guaranteed to accomplish this. Like, this one is, like, I just like being, like, oh, I already got that part done. Check. Like, mm-hmm. and it could be something really small. But it's like, hey, I did it. Yeah, I like that. Okay, so the next one is from Kate. And Kate said, depends on where I am in the process of dealing with my feelings. If I recognize I'm having a hard time and I'm in a spot where I can do something about it, take walks, do breathing sessions, drink less, keep myself busy and be intentional about my cell phone use. On the other side of the coin, I don't always want to admit that I'm having a hard time or I don't care enough to deal with it. Binge watch things while binge eating. Yes. (laughs) Spend hours on my phone playing mindless games, drink too much. Uh, Both times I tend to withdraw from relationships and isolate myself. Wow. That's like, I feel like there's a lot to unpack there, but... um, from little things that I take out of it, like even the, like when, yeah, it's hard to admit when you're having a hard time and, and, or yeah, you don't want to deal with what you're dealing what hard times you're dealing with, but like, so you'll, yeah, binge watch, binge eat, drink too much. Like, or yeah, as she talked about, like spending so many hours on your phone, like, yeah, a lot of times we haven't, I don't think we've mentioned that in part one of this was like, you know, cell phone use. Yes. Or like that kind of doom scrolling on someone's newsfeed on social media, like where you're just, you're not doing anything really. And like nothing's getting better. You're just looking at something. It's just like taking your mind away from it for a while, but it's not helping at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that I really like that part of like mentioning that like, hey, like this is a, this can be a problem. Yeah. And I like that, that she recognizes that, you know, there are different ways to cope based on like where you are and sometimes you can do the healthy things and sometimes you can't and that's okay yeah i also like i like loving these comments like several weeks after they were posted (laughs) (laughs) they're probably just like wow he's just looking at this comment now uh next one's from robin Robinson crafting or learning a new skill it takes my mind off current problems for a little while i like that a lot so it's doing something with your hands, focusing something on your mind, like very like meditative approach. I know that I did that with like a puzzle the first time. It was like I never 
completed a puzzle before and it was like man i was like super focused on this puzzle Hmm. um it was a puzzle of bear and it was really fun to do and i liked it and but it was just yeah it was something i learned that was new and but like i like the crafting i'm not i don't consider myself a very crafty person but maybe i should kind of push myself to like you know challenge myself to do something like that because it will i mean you have to focus on it yeah it's it's doing something that's taking your mind off of the stuff that maybe it's like you know, clogging. And it's, it's, to me, it's not avoiding that stuff. It's like really like just kind of like redirecting your mindset mm-hmm. to something more positive. Yeah. Um, I knitting is like really soothing for me and I don't like do crazy patterns or stitches or anything like that. Like I just do the simplest stitch. It's so I don't have to think about it. Yeah. Like the most I'll do is like do a multicolored scarf, but, um, and I only do it in the winter. I feel like it's my seasonal depression kicks in. I'm like time to knit. (laughs) So my seasonal depression usually kicks in in the summer. So I guess I'll start knitting scarves in the summer. Well, there you go. And then, then they'll be ready by the winter. That's true. It's kind of annoying that I'm knitting a scarf during the winter, so I won't be able to wear it till like next year. That's a good point because I was like, hey, like, why would you knit a scarf in the summer? Because that's weird. No one needs it. But like, usually you'd be done by the time it gets to winter. You're like, hey, here's a scarf. Yeah. Planning ahead. Uh, Okay. So Michelle said, I walk and listen to hardcore rap music. (laughs) Nice. So I I love Michelle. She was a a teacher with me in in Memphis. Um, Yeah, I I definitely, I believe this. Yeah. Yeah. I love the walking is doing the activity outside. um, Or you could walk inside too if you want. Um, And yeah, sometimes you just need some sort of music that connects with you and gets your mind off of it. Yeah. Kristen said, inhale. (laughs) 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 Inhale a cat. (laughs) I just love the wording of this. Inhale a cat. Uh, Inhale a cat. Watch something that makes me laugh. Long hugs. I cannot. Okay. Yeah. I might not inhale an actual cat. Uh, But yeah, being around Floyd, 100%. Do you ever just really, though, like when you like love an animal, you just want to like just like sniff their fur like do you just ever just like bury oh, your nose and okay just, that's, like... so that's a thing then yeah okay because i didn't know that because I, I read this and i was like man Kristen, i don't understand that at all <laughs> it's like a witchy thing like <laughs> suck the cat's soul out <laughs> the... <laughs> okay now i get it i get it. okay that makes sense yeah so like i don't really do that with floyd but we do um we do those little nose kisses with each other. Nice. Um, so we do that where he like, that's how we like greet each other. Uh, but watch something that makes me laugh 100%. Like if I'm like going on Netflix, I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch like John Mulaney, Nate Bergazzi, uh, Jim Gaffigan, like something I'm just like, hey, like even today I watched, I was watching a comedy that I hadn't seen in a long time. It's like just something that makes me laugh and cheers me up. It's nice. Yeah, totally. Zarabeth said, go for a drive, belt out some show tunes, and enjoy some boba tea. Nice. I've never had boba tea. I don't... Is that the one with the, like, bubbles in it? (laughs) I don't know. Or, no, the little, like, um... (laughs) Why do I feel weird saying the little balls? (laughs) They're almost like these little, like, like, gel... Gel balls. Spheres. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. 
Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I think that's uh, it. I think you're right. A drink you can chew is a little weird to me. But, um. yeah. Uh, yeah, though, I, I have always, like, especially when I was, like, a teenager, I loved driving when I was feeling, like, super emo, just, like, blast music. And when you felt like me. Yeah. Which <laughs> 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 just, like, blast music and just, like, it just feels like, I think it occupies... You know, you have to, like, occupy that, like, part of your brain, like the, whatever, the executive uh, functioning part of your brain and, like, really focus on a task. The little balls of your brain. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) um, Becca. Becca said, get moving. I try to spend more time walking outside and we'll call a friend. Also, make sure I eat a nice meal with donuts for dessert, drink water, and get sleep. I like that it was very specific with the donuts for dessert. Yeah. Um, drink water cannot... Drink water and getting sleep. Like, I mean, those are... We say that stuff all the time, but it is 100% true. Um, but also just getting moving. Like, that can be really hard when, like, I'm in a funk. It's just go... You gotta go do something. Like, you gotta... Like, just sitting there. Like, I, I'm pretty good about not doing that, but... Um, I know a lot of other friends and people struggle with that, like just the getting up part. Um, but I will say like, you can even do that. Like if you're walking outside and calling a friend, like I can't call and just call someone and just sit there. Like I pace when I call someone. So like that will automatically get me moving and it's probably calling someone I like. I mean, I'm not calling someone I hate. (laughs) That'd be a weird thing to do if you're not in a good head space. Just I'll call this person I don't like, but uh, I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, so Katie Kabitsky Friend of the show. Friend of the show. That's why we can For, say... Former contestant. That's former contestant on the show. That's why we can say her full name, yeah. Um, so she said, opposite of a gratitude list, I make a worry list. So you get it all out of my head and onto paper, and then have a column to the right where I can make plans to tackle or let go of each thing. Uh, check on my list of habits that I know make me feel good and see what's out of whack. Put on noise-canceling headphones, sit in the bath, chug water, schedule with my girl Stephanie, (laughs) sometimes THC, do the dishes or vacuum, go outside and do something if I have the energy. Nice. That's a lot of good stuff. I like the the opposite of a gratitude list and the make a worry list. Yeah. Put Get it all out of your head and put it on paper and see it. And I think maybe even sometimes, I mean, she puts the column, but even sometimes like you can see like maybe some of this stuff is kind of ridiculous or like maybe it's not a big of a deal. Like if I put it on paper, like look at it, like, you know, what am I worrying about? But all these other little tidbits are really good too. I like that. Well, and I like too, that it's like tackle it or let go of it. Yeah. Very, yeah. Very sure. Um, Oh, and she also added, uh, also like clockwork. I'll be anxious a few days after drinking a lot or multiple days in a row. So that helps to look back and be like, oh, yeah, this will pass soon. Mm, yep. That's good advice for me today. That's very good. <laughs> this will pass. Uh, Dylan Holland, we can say his full name because he is a former guest and contestant on Two Nuts in a Pod. <laughs> he said, he just wrote cat. <laughs> <laughs> Which got a, got a couple likes. <laughs> yeah, we like that one. People, I mean, people are, people are fans of the cats, so... Uh, yeah, I know Dylan's a cat boy, um, so that's good to hear. But yeah, I, I love a little little cat love. Yeah, for me the like cats. I, I've got two cats and a dog, and yeah, they they really. It's like I think they. 
it's just like with babies like they make you your brain produce like extra oxytocin like the love chemical yeah so it just it just chills you out and makes you feel nice and warm inside sometimes i just stare at floyd i just look at him just like he makes me so happy I'm just like, like you're so cute. I want to eat you you're alive. You're just so cute and sweet, and just like everything you do is great. Like even like little things that he does that like are just normal human things. I'm just like this is so great. Look at him just sleep there. Look how look how content he is. I even thought that today when I was coming to the show where I was looking at Floyd sleeping in my bed. Um, he's got a little spot, and I was like, look, just I need that life. I want that life. Look at yeah. him. He is showing me the way to lead a healthy, mindful life. Yeah, sleep. they're so zen. They are so yeah. zen. Yeah. Uh, so Ellen said, getting a few deep breaths of fresh air always helps. Sometimes that's as simple as standing on the deck and deep breathing for a minute. And sometimes it's going for an hour plus walk. I also try to force myself to do low stakes things that I feel like a responsible person in a good mental health state would do. Examples include making the bed, taking a shower exercising, reaching out to friends, getting only eight hours of sleep, going grocery shopping, even if I only end up as far as the parking lot before I turn around and go back home. It's hard, but as soon as I've finished, I almost always feel like, feel a little better. Get that little dopamine rush from accomplishing something, even if that something is putting a single thing in the dishwasher, and then try to build on that. Again, I love that that focus on like do something it doesn't matter how big it is yep just do something it can be very small and it kind of can build from there i love the like just the the idea of what a responsible person in a good mental health state would do like just making the bed taking a shower it's like hey like i i feel good about this This is what they would do right so you're kind of like emulating what you want there yeah nice i didn't think of it as like a dopamine rush but i always do feel better yep Hmm. every time because i make my bed every day and every day after I do it, I just feel better. I just look at it and be like, look how nice my bed looks. And then when I come home, my bed's made and it looks so nice. And it's like at the end of the day, like it's so nice to like be able to just peel the blankets back. Like it's just, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's a very satisfying thing. If you're climbing into a bed that's all like crumpled and unmade, then I don't know. Just throws it off. Mackenzie said, run, always run. So I am I am a runner as well. Uh, I will say it does it does put me in a good headspace. And sometimes, like if I'm feeling particularly anxious, it'll help a lot. Um, and it's it's a, one of those where people have mentioned before, like just moving, moving, maybe being outside. Um, those can be very helpful. So yes. Yeah, I like to walk. I'm a I'm a walker. Hey, walking's fun too. Yeah. Uh, so Kaysen said running. Kaysen, friend of the show. Former, oh, yeah. con- former contestant. Yeah. yeah. The Nike Run Club app offers a series of free guided runs. They even partnered with Headspace for some of them. Guided runs are a great way to get out of my head and burn off anger slash anxiety or whatever I'm feeling. For folks that don't run, I recommend walking and listening to a podcast. The Happiness Lab and A Slight Change of Plans are my go-tos. I love that Kaysen has specific examples. Mm-hmm. I just, I, and that, that is what I kind of expect from Kaysen. Um, it's just that kind of person just is going to give you those specific examples of like, hey, these are things that, that help. And actually, I'm going to tell you exactly what I use that helps. Mm-hmm. And maybe you could try it out too. Yeah. So I, I will use that actually, the, the, 
the guided runs. I've never done that before, so that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, that's my turn. Yep. Then Emery said, <laughs> no, <laughs> we won't read mine. Faith said, if I am desperate, exercise always helps. That's pretty common theme we're seeing uh, from the first show in this one is exercising, doing something, being active. I know that can be very difficult for some people. I think some people were like, you know, it just, it just meet you where you're at. Like, it's just, you don't have to do a full one hour run or you don't have to do like a full exercise, like doing just something a little bit like today. I was kind of hard on myself because I usually do a 50 minute run or a five mile run. And I did a three mile run today. And I know some people are rolling their eyes listening to this, like, okay, well, that's still really good. But, like, to me, it was not as good as usual. But I was just like, I, that was the part where I was giving myself grace and being like, hey, like, this isn't really that big of a deal. At least I'm doing something and I'm being active and doing it. Like, this was good. You know, maybe I'll do it five mile tomorrow. Who knows? But I don't have to pressure myself to do it today. Yeah, I think just moving your body, like, even, you know, cleaning or something. I count that as exercise because I'm oh 100% yes. yeah especially like vacuuming or something like especially with my like janky vacuum <laughs> feels like you're pushing around like 40 pounds my my that's how when I grew up with my mom had one of those Kirby vacuums uh, and this was an older version it was so freaking heavy yeah. I was like, yeah, well, of course my mom's got big old guns because like <laughs> good lord look at that vacuum cleaner yeah Amanda said, figure out what I've been eating. Food can really affect mood and health. I typically have to adjust my eating and it can help. Totally. 100% right. Chris said, take to the bed. I assume that just means go to sleep. Go to sleep, yeah. rest, relax. Just take a break. And I, I've had to do that before where you had to say, my body was saying, because my body talks to me. Mm. Uh <laughs> That joke is so not funny, but I'm going to keep making it uh, where my body talks to me and I says, says like, hey, like just just you need to rest, buddy, and just go take a nap. And a lot of times I'll feel a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. Even just like closing your eyes and lying down for a little bit. Yep. It's kind of meditative. So Daniel said meditate specifically using the Soham mantra. Don't know what that is. Soham translates to I am and is the noise your body naturally makes when you breathe. When I think about the words as my body says them, it really helps. Hmm. Interesting. We got cool. to talk to Daniel more about that. We should invite him on the show. Yeah. Just ask him, like, hey, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I'm more interested in that one. Ashley said, I go to my sewing room and become creative. Sewing or anything crafty helps me feel better, or I grab some chocolate to eat while listening to music. Or I'll grab a nice cup of hot tea and a good book and just curl up on the couch and read. Reading really lets me escape whatever I'm feeling and just let things go while I'm transported to a different place or time. I mean, that's 100%. There's so many good books that it's just like, I think of like Harry Potter. Like yes. we're just like... And that's that, especially so many people our age and in our age range, it just especially like millennials, just that were just taken to a different world. It's like, hey, let me let me escape this for a little bit and go to this world. And like I'm doing something that's healthy and, and good. Like it's not like any negative behavior here. Um, so, yeah, I definitely agree with that. And like, hey, look, someone's talking about sewing. Yeah. Uh, Wait, didn't you talk about that earlier? <laughs> Uh, knitting. Knitting. <laughs> oh, crap. Whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm not a, a sewer. Is that a word? A sewer? A sewer. 
I'm not as I'm not a a so so man. <laughs> oh, I thought I was referencing what you were talking about. You were talking about knitting earlier. Okay. Yeah, yeah. they are definitely different things. Okay. Uh, yeah, reading is a huge thing for my mental health, and you know, it doesn't have to be big L literature. You can read a trashy book, and it's still more like active than like watching TV or something. I love reading like a funny book. Like I, there was a I read Tina Fey's book. Um, Bossy Pants, I think it's called. Yeah. And then I uh, read Lindy West's book, Shrill. And, like, both those books made me laugh out loud. And I was like, man. Or there was the one that's, I forgot his name, but it's The Hilarious World of Depression. Like, Oh, yeah. The one, yeah, I think, I think I gave that to you. Yeah. Like, and those books just, like, made me laugh out loud. And I was like, yeah, I needed this. This is great. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, Kelly said, get outside. Kelly, former contestant of the show. Oh, man. I'm, like, forgetting people. <laughs> well, sometimes it's hard to tell with, like, someone's name and just, like, you know, you just had their little picture, so. Yeah. Uh, get outside. Walk, bike, sit in your yard, whatever you most prefer. The sun helps. Play with and snuggle my puppy. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was just, like, just Batman in general, <laughs> but I guess the puppy is named Batman. If you don't have a pet, visit one at a friend's or at Feeder Supply or another pet shop. Watch or read or listen to something you enjoy. I love audiobooks and Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Exercise. To be honest, I hate working out, but it does release endorphins, which make you happy. Thanks, L. Woods. <laughs> Rest. I often overextend myself, sometimes rest, a bubble bath or spa day, a nap, or just an all-out lazy day at home can really help you reset. Love and positivity to all. Good stuff. All that, all that is very, very good. Yeah, I, I really like the, uh, um, you know, the sun. I kind of hate the sun, but it is, it is right. It's good to get, <laughs> good to get the sun in your life. But even like seeing the pet, like going and visiting a friend's pet. Like I, I even think that like. You know, we can do that. Like, I think of, you know, I think of how happy I am around Phoebe. Like, mm-hmm. your dog. Like, I just, I was saying it like you didn't know, but for the audience <laughs> that's listening, they might not know that Phoebe is Lizzie's dog. But yeah, just how happy I get around Phoebe. I was like, yeah, it does. It brings you a little cheer and delight. So, like, go hang out with a friend's pet, too. And she gets so excited when you come to the house. She is pumped up, yeah. <laughs> I think it's the little creature voice that I do that really yeah. gets her excited. <laughs> yeah. Um... Mary said, if, I am t- if I'm totally overwhelmed, I sleep. If I can partially function, there's no work that would distract me, read a dystopian sci-fi novel. Somewhat functional and I can see there's a solution, write out the necessary steps to check off a list. The small, bite-sized ones definitely propel me into the bigger task. Am I frenetic anxious? Go for a run. Sad, hopeless anxious? Weighted blanket and music? Worried anxious? Joe holds me until I need to move. Joe is her husband, by the way. Mm. Uh, yes. So this is, I like what Mary did here because she looks at the different stages for her mm-hmm. and she has something that's like, this is what I do for this. This is what I do for that. And this is what I do for this. So I like that a lot because it's like not, there's not going to be a solution for everything. Like sometimes you're feeling like absolute crap and other times you're just like, well, I'm just a little down. Yeah. So what do you do for both? And it's probably not going to be the same thing. So I like that she's addressed that with each one. And that's actually something that we learned or I learned in, in group therapy was like, hey, like plan those things out. Like have those things of like this is when I'm feeling like this way, this is what I need or this is what I do or this is what I need from other people during this time too. Mm-hmm. So even like the thing like worried, anxious, Joe holds me until I 
until I need to move. Like that's something like she's probably communicating with Joe, like, Hey, like this is what I need during this time. And he understands that and he can provide that. So I really like what Mary said here. Yeah. Uh, so Nora said journal. Uh, I am a hundred percent behind that. Like journaling, even like I've, I've realized that when I practice journaling, like Anytime, like, my thoughts just get, like, I'm really anxious and my thoughts are just all jumbled and there's lots of negative self-talk. If I just write it out, it's like my CBT training kicks in and I can reframe it. Mm, Um, And I realize just from that practice of journaling that sometimes I can now do that in my head without even having to write it out. Yes. That's awesome. So it's, it's like it creates that pathway almost. And you should, hopefully you feel invigorated when you're able to do that. You're just like, yeah. wow, look at my brain work. Like, look at my brain do something that it wasn't doing maybe in the past that I can kind of reshift that thinking. So, yeah. Uh, Katrina said, a combination of coloring, my cats, 30 seconds to Mars on YouTube and or some comfort movie. Magic Mike <laughs> tends to be a favorite. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen that yet, but I know what it's about. Uh, I know when I'm not okay when I suddenly subconsciously put an evening like this together. Um, yeah, sometimes you know, like, hey, like maybe things aren't going so well when I'm doing some of these things that are usually uh, things that I would do when things aren't going okay. Mm. Uh, I found that I, I did coloring as well, and I found that I kind of made fun of that before, but I was wrong. That's any, especially art therapy in general, I was wrong in my initial thinking because I didn't take it seriously. And now I realize how beneficial it is. But for me, coloring was just like, it kind of took me back to childhood in a lot of ways too. And I found that like literally everybody loves to color. Like, and it's, and I found that like just coloring in lines and coloring a pretty little animal, like I loved it. It was great. Yeah. You've seen me color an animal before. Yeah, I have. (laughs) Yes. A squirrel, I believe. It was, it was a squirrel. It was a squirrel with a green head. <laughs> uh, so uh, John Beecham, friend of the show, former contestant, <laughs> yeah. said, I journal, meditate, exercise, and I'm gentle with myself when it goes beyond the necessities, beyond doing the necessities. In general, I double down on self-care and don't expend too, too much of myself. Mm-hmm. I also talk about what's going on with some of the people closest to me. I can't wait to only speak to a therapist, so I talk to people I can trust. And last, I take in feel-good art and media that includes listening to Two Nuts in a Pod. Aww. It all keeps me feeling more balanced as I filter out things that are more challenging, that I'm better suited to handling when I'm feeling better. And lastly, I know I can white-knuckle it. I can get through it because I've gotten through it before the expletive doesn't last forever. Amen to that. You've done it before. Mm -hmm. You've survived all your worst days. I really like the point about like, you can't wait to speak to a therapist. I mean, even if you're doing once a week with a therapist, Mm -hmm. you still need your support system. Yes. And lean into them because they will help you. Yeah. They want to help you. Uh, Lorraine says, I do a plethora of things until it feels like the right thing. Most of the time, a big glass of strong drink does the trick. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Sometimes you just need a strong drink. Depends on who you are. You got to figure out what works for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then our last one is from Michelle who said, no watches a good, funny movie. No way. No way is her husband. 
Oh, no way. And she talked about taking a walk and listening to rap music. And oh, so, okay. Like, yeah, we've mentioned this before where people like to watch a funny movie. Mm-hmm. Funny movie, stand-up comedy. Yeah. Go ahead and get yourself laughing. Totally. Uh, all right. So we got through them. We did them all. Yeah, that took two shows. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great because people were willing to participate and open up. And you have no idea what someone listening to this might take out of it. They might be like, hey, I never thought of that before. Like, oh, I do that too. Like, look at me. I'm doing good stuff here too. So, mm. you know, it's all helpful when we're able to share these resources and what we do to feel better. It, thanks to everyone who responded because that's all of these are like really helpful to me right now. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, especially this time of year, things can get really hard uh, with my seasonal depression. And so this is very helpful and I hope it helps other people too. Uh, so our final segment, gratitudes, gratitude. Uh, do you want to start or should I start? I didn't have anything yet. I'm going to let you start this time. Okay. Well, I do have some things. Oh, okay. So I've started, I always have a really hard time with gratitudes because I'm always thinking about big stuff. Yeah. And I realize that's what like holds me back because I like run out of things to be thankful for. Mm -hmm. It's like, of course I can always say family and friends (laughs) and boring. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, so I'm focusing on the little stuff. Um, so this morning uh, I was thinking about, uh, I love the, like, after you brush your teeth, like, and rinse out your mouth, like, taking a few, like, chugs of, like, that ice-cold sink water, mm-hmm. and it's just, like, so refreshing. For some reason, it's, like, the best-tasting water that I've had, like, all day. Yeah. Um I'm probably because I'm hungover. That's part of it that I'm thankful for that today. Like, please hydrate me. Please, I need water. Um, But yeah, so that's one little thing that's just, you know, it's very gratifying. Very nice. Um, And let me think. I thought I had another one. Oh, yeah, I was going to say I'm I'm grateful for Downton Abbey <laughs> for getting me through <laughs> the past week. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> what about you? I would say I am grateful for uh, just this past week, uh, just doing a, I feel like I'm doing a good job of like trying to maintain my goals and focus on those, but also like, you know, if I slip up here and there, like it's not that big of a deal. Like it's okay because overall it's like 90, 95% of the time you're on target. So like, I don't, you know, I'm just like, okay, five, 10% of the time you have a little slip up or like, you got to get a little fix. You're like, mm, I want a sweet. Or like, cause I've been avoiding sweets as well. It's like, oh, I need a little bit of that. So like being, giving myself grace during those times is really important. So I'm grateful that like my mindset has shifted a little bit in that way where like, I'm okay with that stuff. Mm-hmm. And another thing is, is meal prepping. It just is, it is so helpful for me. It makes me not have to worry about like taking time to do all the cooking and everything. Cause it's like, I've already done it. And I'm taking mm-hmm. care of it, and I've been doing that lately, and it just, uh, yeah, feels good to have that done. Nice. All right. Well, that's our time. Thank you again, everyone, for responding to the survey. Um, super helpful, and I hope yes. it's helpful, as helpful to our listeners as it was to me. It didn't help me at all, like for nothing. <laughs> I already knew everything. I know everything. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, 
Thanks for listening. Keep talking about your feelings. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Two Nuts in a Pod on Forward Radio. Please keep in mind that we are not mental health professionals, and all of our opinions are based on our personal experiences. If you'd like to speak to a trained professional, call National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255. The crisis line is available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Original theme music for Two Nuts in a Pod was composed by Neil Lucas.